0: Welcome to the podcast where relationships, confidence, and determination all converge into an amazing heartfelt experience. This is Speaking from the Heart. Welcome back to episode number 87 of Speaking from the Heart. And ooh, are you in love already? Yeah, I know. It's already been Valentine's Day. And it's long gone, and I'm sure you are already relishing in the beauty of the fact that that love was awesome in many ways. Maybe you went out for dinner. Maybe you celebrated your anniversary because you were engaged on that date. Maybe you've done all kinds of other things that we probably shouldn't talk about on the show. But nevertheless, are you really falling in love for the right reasons? In other words, are you giving yourself some self-love? Today's episode isn't really about the romantic aspects of it, more so than the professional and personal development. So before you go and clamor on my social media and email me at podcasts at yourspeakingvoice.biz, which I'm always interested in hearing your thoughts about my episodes, you might want to stick around and listen to what I have to say for today's showcase of love. I think about the fact that there are many different types of ways in which we can express our love. Love does not always have to be in the ways in which we give ourselves, whether we do the sort of kind of love, or we do other things that help us to really accentuate what we have as gifts. The true love that we can give to someone else through the things that we are really good at doing, let alone providing to others. It could be as simple as thinking of someone that is next door to you, Maybe they're an elderly woman or man, maybe in their late 70s, 80s. They are homebound, and they need some sort of assistance on a day-to-day basis. It can make their day, knowing that you have something to give them, whether it's a cooked meal, maybe a thank you gift for something that they did for you in the past, regardless of what the reason is, just that kind act can make such an impressionable difference, and show a little bit of love where it really counts the most. And I know that we talked about in the previous episode about the importance of being able to learn the small things when we were a kid, but this goes way more than what we were talking about in that episode. Yes, sirree, and it's a lot more than what you might be thinking. I think that we don't necessarily find the ways in which we want to love ourselves until we're much later in life when we realize that there's a big void. Sure, many of us might have went to college and actually found somebody to fall in love with, while in other cases, you might have met them at a bar, a restaurant, a sporting event, regardless of what other social situation or encounter that you first met them at, it does make a big difference to the fact that we find love in all different forms and all different places. I've always learned that it's really important to not just think about what we have as love in the common sense, but really in the biggest sense as a whole. And I learned that many years ago, there was a concept in religion called agape love. And agape, A-G-A-P-E, is the highest form of love. It's God's love. Now, I know that for some of my listeners, you're not actively in religion, and you probably just turned off this episode because of it. But before you go ahead and hit that stop button or close out the window that you're listening to this episode with, hear me out. Agape love, essentially being that highest form, doesn't always mean that God has to love you, but maybe you love yourself in the highest sense. This leads into a story that I have to share with all of you about why it's really important to love yourself more than anything else. I know that for many of you that have been following along with the podcast, know about the struggles and the importance of being able to listen to yourself, be able to take care of who you are, but also give back. But having that baseline of knowing who you love the most, meaning what you really enjoy loving more than anything else, whether it's a hobby, whether it is a sport, Whether it's some other type of vice or device, for that matter, that you enjoy listening or even partaking in. The biggest important thing is that you have to give love to yourself. And I did not do that for the longest time. The biggest escape for me when growing up as a kid was really video games. Think about the latest Nintendo system. And yes, I'm talking about the original Nintendo Entertainment System. One of the first devices that I had as a kid because of my mom giving it to my sister and she was growing up with me. But then there was the Super Nintendo, the PlayStation, the Sega Dreamcast. Mine, I hope that many of you remember that type of device. But even then, having the PlayStation 2 and the GameCube were really fun times for me. And I haven't really gotten into video games since then, when I graduated from high school in 2005, and then later college for that matter in 2009, so it's been about 14-15 years since I really touched a video game device. But that was my sense of escapism, the way in which I loved myself, the way in which I escaped from not only the problems that were the day-to-day, but also the things that I really enjoyed doing, which was escaping reality. Whether it was donning a suit and swinging a sword, or even solving some of the common problems that would be found in the themes of many video games, saving the princess, or even a damsel in distress, or maybe the whole entire world for that matter, regardless of the basic premise of the game, I think that I was able to feel like I was a hero in many different respects. That heroism certainly carried through in my life, Wanting to always be the person that would take care of others, no matter what. But then there was something that happened to me, as you all know, in February 2020, that made me not be the hero anymore, and made me feel like a zero. That zero moment for me really made me take a big step back and think about all the different things that I had fallen behind in. It wasn't just about the fact that I was not loving myself, having that self-love, or even taking care of the things that I should have been taking care of in my life, but I realized that maybe there weren't going to be any other heroes in this story that would save me. I had to be my own hero, which meant that I had to self-love all over again. And self-love can take many different forms, and I know that maybe for some of you these are basic, easy things, but for others... It's really hard, especially in the United States, to be able to say, I need to take care of myself first. So here's a couple of suggestions that I was able to enable for the last few years that I am still working on to this day. And I guarantee you that if you ask any of my friends, they would tell you that Josh is not working on it, but he is. One of the first things that I learned more than anything else is to take time for myself. Meaning, if I didn't want to work today because I knew that I wasn't feeling 100%, I needed to take the day off. That was my body warning me that something was truly wrong. So take that time for yourself to not only take a big step back, but just be able to breathe. Be able to know that you're not the only one that is going through some of these struggles. Because if you think about the fact that you are going through this problem and you might not be feeling the overall best, well, how are you going to help others? How are you going to feel good about what you are doing as a whole? The second thing that I really learned more than anything else is when I had to take a step back, especially if doing a full-time job or even doing the business for that matter, I really had to learn about balance. And balance is something that we've talked about in other episodes, but balance in this instance is really about not just the things that you are going to do for the day that allow you to feel like you accomplished something, but it's also about taking that step for yourself be able to say, yes, I'm going to set aside time intentionally to work on my book, to work on my play, to work on other things outside that I really need to take care of. It's all those different things that we know that we have on our to-do list from a personal sense that really makes a big difference. But the thing that really sticks out more than anything else is that when Cupid Zero is being flung at you you have to listen to the signs that are definitely all around you when it comes to that arrow. Finding love through Cupid's arrow might be a Greek mythology reference, but if you really think about the fact that if you love yourself first, which is the basic premise of my argument, you will be able to love everybody else, including that one person that will come in your life to take care of you in your greatest time of need. Which is why... At almost 37 years of age, I am still single. I didn't take care of myself. I didn't love who I was. I didn't continue to love in the way in which my heart was being led to in the first place. And yeah, I might be older now. And some of you might be saying, Josh, hang in there. You know you'll find somebody. You're on the right track, and you're a really good guy. You've been doing a lot of episodes, and I think that I've gotten to know you a lot better. I think I got someone for you. It's not about what you might be offering, and it might not be about what you are trying to provide. It's all about what our journeys are individually to get to that point. When we are able to adapt to that romanticism, regardless of what form it takes, We're able to identify not just those people that we want to hang out with, which include our inner circle, that tribe, which we've talked about in other episodes. It helps us to explore what is really on our hearts and minds and become so much better in the overall grand scheme of things. Love. Does not have to be always at the forefront when it comes to even some of the things that we need to do. And yes, I know that's a little bit counteractive to what I have said in other episodes, but if you break it down, love in itself does not have to be a piecemeal process of weighing the differences of should I really say this to this person or should I not say it to this person. Sometimes the things that are truth need to be said, and it's really important to be able to understand that it's not just how we convey that truth, which is a big, important point, especially for my business folks, but it's really about why it was important to say it in the first place. And that is the heart of the whole discussion here, is that we need to be able to come from a place of love to be able to share that, not a place of hate, not a place in which we're trying to get across to another person that we are really despondent and tearing those people down because of who they are, what they represent, and what kind of things they are doing as a whole. We are human beings in which we make mistakes all the time. And even in relationships, we are always trying to forgive who those other people are that are causing some issues. So sometimes When we are sitting down to have that frank conversation about what's really important and what needs to be worked on in order to become the best versions of who we are, it means being able to examine the truth. But also remember that we need to come from a place of love in order to be able to have that benefit that everyone gets to enjoy in their lives. Our culture, especially here in the United States, really has commercialized the importance of Valentine's Day, finding love, being able to have that romantic dinner with somebody else. And I'm all about supporting small business because look at me. I'm a small business if you really think about it. But when we are really looking at going to dinner to support that significant other and make them appreciate what that love is, it doesn't have to always be done on a national holiday of celebration, whether it's here in the United States or in a different version internationally. We have to remember that love comes in all different forms. The things that we are able to even do as small tokens of appreciation can go such a long distance in terms of not only how we create those relationships, but also how we are able to stay with them no matter what. So it is important to be able to listen to acknowledge who those people are that are really important in our lives and always have them remember that they are never forgotten. In other words, they are important for everything that you will work on right now and in the future. But don't forget the fact that you need to love yourself more than anything else. What got me through the fact that I had been through so many different things in my life, let alone the moment in which I wanted to hurt myself and end it all, was a reflection of the hate and the depression that I was going through. I was suppressing it, and it was not healthy whatsoever. As a matter of fact, it was the antithesis of Cupid shooting some nasty arrows that were not full of love. But now I realize that even if I drink the magic potion of being able to fall in love romantically or even with myself, it's about understanding that the importance of what we can give to others, the ways and the acts of our kindness, our ability to give back no matter what, and the appreciation deeply for us to love no matter what circumstances take place in our lives are all tenets in which we should be able to create and pierce within those hearts and minds a new pattern, a new reality, and a new inspiration. Our culture does not have to always be bought on that aspect of love, so challenge the status quo. And if you haven't had Valentine's Day yet, think of new ways in which you can be able to celebrate that love, that excitement, that inspiration, for not only helping others, but helping yourself achieve some of the great moments that are lying ahead. Because love isn't just about what other people are experiencing. It's about what you experience. Because as I've always said, you are the most important person to ever walk this earth. And I don't mean that in an egotistical, self-serving way. It's about recognizing that in your heart, You might not have found love yet, or maybe you have, but if you're not checking in with yourself, who is the most important person in this entire earth to love, to have that agape love, then it's time to look in the mirror and say to yourself confidently and with beauty, I love you. Because even if it is something that you take yourself out to a steak dinner, or even Treat yourself to a little something nice. Don't forget about who you are, and don't forget about who you are serving to help grow, to help achieve, and to help sustain some of those beautiful moments that are lying ahead. Because who's responsible for that? You are. And I don't think that you should forget to love yourself. Thanks for listening to episode number 87 of Speaking from the Heart. And I look forward to hearing from your heart very soon. Thanks for listening. For more information about our podcast and future shows, search for Speaking from the Heart to subscribe and be notified wherever you listen to your podcasts. Visit us at www.yourspeakingvoice.biz for more information about potential services that can help you create the best version of yourself. See you next time.